I thought it was a really good uh, opportunity to introduce my brother Matt. Hello, everybody. Yeah, so uh, Matt and I will be uh, on the podcast here from time to time as well. And I thought it would be a really cool opportunity for us to be able to get together and share our journey of how we started making artwork together and. A lot of the things that we've learned and, and grown from over the years, it's been really, really wonderful uh, being able to connect with my brother, Matt. And I've always wanted to have a, someone that could work with me um, on my artwork and to be able to uh, get really into a flow with together. So it's been it's been really cool to be able to do that. So um, I thought we would just kind of like break down a little bit of uh, our timeline together um, for the audience here. And there's a lot of things that he, we've learned from uh, as we've been going through this practice. So this this kind of story of, of uh, Matt and Chris joining forces, I think it start, started here like just to like kind of give a, a like a beginning, you know, story, um, Matt and I, we had a bit of a following out years ago and we weren't really even talking to each other for a while, you know, yeah. and it was, it was, uh, really, it was like, what was it like 2017 around Christmas time where we were having, you know, just meeting back at our parents' house during Christmas and had some conversations there that really changed the game a lot, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think you were kind of remembering a little bit of the things that we were talking about there. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting to have that, that kind of, um, uh, dissonance between us for a little while because, uh, it was like we're a family of five brothers all together mm -hmm. and, um, you know, but Chris has always been the one that I uh, looked up to the most, you know, been the most creative and was a lot of influence on me growing up. And then um, it was just a whole whirlwind of things that I was going through at the time that kind of led to uh, this little bit of a falling out in that way. And then um, and then we we had gotten together and talked, talked that through one day after dinner the family dinner kind of thing and then but still hadn't really reconnected that well and then there was yeah Christmas 2017 and we both started talking about how it was like oh yeah I've been trying to get into meditation and make it a daily thing and then was learning about Ram Dass and was doing those meditations and then it was also talking about uh, finding Jason Louvre and I was like oh there's this guy who teaches these classes on meditation and mm -hmm. like, really, yeah like yeah. I was actually talking on the last episode about Jason Louvre a little bit about taking these courses on chaos magic mm -hmm. and these really sort of far out realms that you and I were both exploring yeah but uh, at a distance so we didn't even know that you know we were each kind of exploring the same same sort of teachers and practices mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was really cool to really be like, oh, we've been on this same path, even though we're, in a, you know, at a distance and hadn't even talked to each other for a while. Mm -hmm. So then it was like, 
Yeah, and then you would start talking about like, oh, I've had friends coming to the studio for a meditation. And so I was like, yeah, you should join us at the meditations. And then it's like, yeah, let's do that. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I think we it's about a year that we were doing that and doing Ram Dass meditations and having friends up to at the studio and going mm-hmm. through those those different meditation techniques mm-hmm. and, and guided meditations. Yeah. Yeah, that was really, yeah, it was, it was really cool um, being able to uh, reconnect after all the, all this time. And yeah, that was when we first started doing, really having friends over to the studio. I had been, I had been doing guided meditations. Uh, I was just listening to guided meditations from Ram Dass at that point and practicing a lot of different, um, a lot of different techniques and guided audio that I was working with and, my uh my my apprentice at the time Catherine Gomez she was meditating with me at the studio and then she had moved away and then our our friend Daniel Brojas he started meditating together with me at the studio and then um, that started snowballing and more people started showing up so yeah I had invited Matt to start joining us in the studio he's living down in a place called Venice uh, in Florida which is about an hour drive to St. Pete where my studio my studio was at the time yeah. so Matt was making the, the the trip up on Wednesday nights to come meditate with the group and yeah it was really it was really great that was a really like pivotal super supercharged time in my life and in, in yours as well that these these big shifts were happening right yeah and it was also uh, a very necessary time in my life as I was making those shifts out of like uh I kind of I like the way um there's a comedian named Theo Vaughn put it when he was talking about his kind of um sobering up in his life and all that kind of stuff but he said all my friends are alcoholics and I was competitive. <laughs> I just like the, the looking at it that way. But, you know, so I was kind of transitioning out of a form of life that was a very long time of being stuck in that mindset of, and then looking for new, new people to connect with people that are more motivated in this way. So it was really great to you to offer that at that time. And then to, be around people who are meditating more and around um, just wanting to improve themselves that much more. So it was cool to be, oh, there are others, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and finally finding a group that was at least, you know, once a week could go, you know, it was like, even though it was like meditating for about an hour and the drive was an hour, you know, so, but it was still like, yeah, this is worth it and necessary to, you know, make that journey every week. And like, okay, it was super helpful for me during that time. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, yeah uh, that it was that it was that conversation I think that we had at the parents' house during that Christmas time. Mm-hmm. I was remembering that that was it was that New Year's Day after that Christmas when I decided to start meditating every day for the rest of my life, and I that was the first time I had verbalized it to anybody when we were talking. I had said it to you and then our other brother Stephen, mm-hmm. and that really solidified it for me that I was going to do it. Uh, it, it was, it was sparked by, I, I go to Art Basel every year in Miami and there's these like big parties out there. And I was, I just remember I was at a, I was at this, this show at one of the hotels 
where they transform hotels. Huxo, one of my friends, Huxo, he curated a, a really great show there and transformed a hotel room with a with a group show of artwork. And I remember I was I was out there. I was talking to somebody who was pretty inebriated, somebody that I didn't know, and some. And I had a piece that was uh, based around Kali in the show. So he was talking to me a little bit about Kali. It was really unexpected to have that conversation, actually, mm-hmm. and. He was telling me that he he really wanted to start um, meditating really regularly, but he was having trouble when he would travel to keep up the practice, and that really like planted this seed in my mind, like that that moment where I was just like, huh, yeah, like I need to do that, like traveling, no traveling, just whatever I'm doing, just make sure like I'm gonna meditate every day, I'm gonna stop drinking. I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to really make this a discipline. And that sparked that. And that quickly led to more and more people showing up to the studio to meditate together. Our other good friend, um, Tony Kroll, he started showing up to the meditations and he really started running with it strong. Mm -hmm. And you and I were connecting well through the meditations. It was nice having you. And our brother, Stephen, he was coming as well Mm -hmm. to the meditations and I remember I had told you this, but I, you know, at the moment I, 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 I waited some, like maybe a year or so before I brought it up that uh, after one night of our, our meditation practice, I was, I was in the studio drawing on my Wacom tablet and um, I was, smoked a little bit of cannabis and all of a sudden I got this full epiphany vision of you and I painting murals together, painting gallery artwork together uh, on this spiritual journey and uh, guided meditations and all of these kind of things that we're doing now all really kind of flooded into my mind, almost like I was watching a documentary about two brothers on this journey. So I had that like vision in my mind and I didn't really share it with you, but I just kind of like had it like, okay, that, that, that sounds like a man, that would be a really cool version of this movie if, if that really started happening. So I put it in my mind that, you know, this is, this is likely going to happen. It felt very, very powerful and strong. Uh, the, as we, as we were starting doing the meditation, I've got a little bit of a timeline here that we'll kind of like go through and we can share some of the stories along the way of this journey. It was, uh, it was in 2018, that was January 1st when I started meditating every day. Mm-hmm. And it was a year into that is when I found Swami Kriyananda, Yogananda, our teachers at Ananda and this path to Kriya Yoga. Mm-hmm. So as people started showing up to meditate together, I wanted to make sure that I was really, I had a sort of super solid foundation and I was, if I'm going to be teaching others, I wanted to be able to know that I was properly leading people. So finding, finding my guru and finding my teachers in that way. So I started on this path of Kriya Yoga at Ananda, which is about a year long study. And then it was like um, maybe three months into that, it really resonated with you and you started taking courses as well with Ananda. Yeah, I remember you'd being like, hey, there's this book, Autobiography of Yogi. Here, read this. And mm-hmm. I started reading that. I was like, wow, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you can take these classes online and learn the, the techniques from the book. Like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, and then just immediately it was like, oh, yeah, this is 
this is it. This mm-hmm. is the path, you know. I remember reading that book and just getting like most psychedelic level, you know, visions and feelings that would come over me while just from reading that book, you know. So it's like, oh yeah, how do you do all these things, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, okay, these classes, you know. And it was it is a big leap from going from oh, just listening to a few guided meditations during the week to taking that full full course on. But yeah, it was this like pedal to the metal like there was no no stopping that <laughs> like, yeah, yeah it was so i was so i was so uh thrilled that it was resonating with you in the same way so now i had at least somebody else in this world that was like interested in taking it to this level mm-hmm. and getting this like real discipline around it and yeah same thing for me as soon as i i read the first book that i read from this lineage was um the essence of the bhagavad gita mm-hmm. and it was uh, it was just everything that I wanted to ever learn seemed to be contained in this book. And I find now, I now knew that, that there were people out there who could lead me to realizing the self. And I didn't have to travel to India. I didn't have to become like a completely different person. I, I felt like I was supposed to be making artwork and living in where I was and as a, as they know it's called a householder of having mm-hmm. a wife and having a career and all of that it just seems so far out that I would be able to practice on this level but reading those books it was just like wow I can do that and I can do it here and I can take online courses and then when you started taking them as well like we were able it was our connection our bonding like our ability to um, really start having just such way more interesting conversations started to come through <laughs> yeah that's like i think you put it as like that book is a, a calling card for somebody who's really seeking for you know a real path or something to like the next level of what meditation takes you to so mm-hmm. it was like yeah finding that was like yeah didn't believe that that was possible beforehand like i didn't know that that (laughs) that existed you know so it's really cool to find like oh you can actually even through time you know you're connecting to this um you know very ancient practice that then you can experience in your own life was just yeah Mm mind-blowing that that really does exist it really is possible to kind of connect to that yeah i felt like we were remembering this path that we maybe had been on uh, in previous lifetimes and just mm-hmm. found it again and right. through all of the things that were going on in our lives, all of it was actually perfect and leading us to this moment where now we rediscovered it. And it's like, yeah, now let's go, yeah. you know, here it is again. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Continue on. <laughs> yeah. Back on it with these uh-huh. new things that we've learned and this, you know, this, this, who knows, maybe this career as an artist is new or just picking up from, Maybe we were painting temples in Thailand or something like that from from long ago. It just felt like this this new reconnection and just like start. Okay, life starts now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was really really what it felt like. Uh, so yeah, Matt had started taking the the path to Kriya Yoga along with me at, at, in 2018, and uh, another big pivotal moment was we started doing. Um, we we've done a, f- a few now. Uh, bufo ceremonies together mm-hmm. uh, with the plant medicine uh, the bufo alvarius toad it is uh, we've talked about it before on the podcast is the most 
potent psychedelic compound known to man. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the highest slide in the water park. Yeah, our friend Chris <laughs> these yeah, he put it really well with that highest slide in the water park. Yeah. Yeah. So we had done we had done one journey with it. And then, and this was our friend Daniel Barojas, a good friend of ours, that he was the first one in our group to experience it. And that was, it was pretty early on uh, hearing about Bufo. And he, he had, you know, he already had a contact with a great source that we could trust. And so he, he, he was the one to dive into it first and he had such a great experience with it. So we started working with that medicine and uh, this second, the second experience that we had together with it uh, was was a really pivotal, profound. I think it was it was an earthquake. Yeah, yeah. The first, the first experience, my first experience with it um, was super profound, and I got, didn't go back to reality for a few days, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, um, and so it, it completely changed my whole mindset. Changed. Um, uh, it even changed my my musical tastes in a way where I was just like all of a sudden chanting and mantras and all these things like really started sounding much more full than anything I'd ever heard before. And um, and so that that was an interesting part of it. But also it just yeah completely rocked my world. And then going back into reality um, for a little while and then had made some plans and um, and then we, yeah, we were at a second ceremony planned, um, with our friend Rob, who was going through a lot of, uh, physical ailments and a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, just needed, needed something, needed a mindset change as well. And I'd expressed that. And so you told him about this ceremony. And then, so it was like, I was up here in St. Pete, um, actually pet sitting for friend Chris and, um, and then that weekend was the ceremony. And so we met up with Rob at his framing shop and then brought him over right. to the ceremony. And yeah, Rob had uh, arthritis in both hips. Mm-hmm. He could barely walk. Mm-hmm. He had done a heroic uh, ayahuasca journey with me maybe a year or so previous, maybe even more than a year. And he just wasn't able to go through, couldn't conceive of all of the, the physical effort that it would take to do another ayahuasca ceremony. So mm-hmm. I would come in and I would get a lot of stuff framed at his shop. And I was, you know, talking to him. I was like, wow, there's this there's this other medicine that it's it it's a short duration. I'll just, you know, I'll find some way to like wheel you out into the the, the property. And you just it's it's so much less of a physical uh taxing on your body than mm. than ayahuasca and i think the, this is the spark that would would really be good for you you know so he was he was open to to join us on that one yeah and that was a, that was a brave undertaking in itself mm-hmm. because yeah, <laughs> that is a full yeah leap if you will off the off a cliff off of something but um yeah yeah really you know but then you end up flying so it's great but <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah and so that that one was it. It's interesting too to point out that like um, I had just began a little bit of, into the path of Kriya meditations um, in my first experience, but that that was still a very turbulent experience for me. And then the the difference between 
that experience and the second time having a little longer time with the with the meditation under my belt and really like realizing how to control the energy in the body and then so from those practices and then you know using those practices during the medicine um, was a world of difference and then so that really kind of like solidified the whole thing of like oh yeah this is the right practice to be doing Mm -hmm. you know because first time I was you know all over the place ended up with a you know marks on my face and all the mm. whole thing. And, uh, to just sitting with the medicine and looking at the healer and then just merging into complete oneness and I remember just saying like oh really really like yeah oh it just keeps getting more and more incredible you know and just really being able to solidify with that that experience and then coming back into a world like oh yeah I remember that that's that's what happens mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. that, that's what that that medicine really shows you is you remember what the whole thing culminates to that's what it feels like yeah you know? that was similar for me <clears throat> like I saw every single moment in my life leading to the next moment mm-hmm. to the next moment to the next moment and then realizing all along it was me myself that was putting every single uh, situation in front of me and I saw the reason for everything and that that yeah. that verse from the Bible, like I know every hair on your head, mm-hmm. kind of an idea. Like I know everything about I've been with you all along. Every single moment in your life has led you to now. And it's just like, wow, you know, <laughs> yeah. wow, wow, you know, and just appreciation for all of it. Mm-hmm. The hard times, the the good times, all of it is just so perfect and and then, yeah, I remember just, yeah, having those times where we were just in feeling that together, that perfection and looking out into the nature, onto the river that we were at and mm-hmm. just feeling that. So, yeah, the experience was incredible. And then after that, you know, y- you were you were planning to move to Colorado. Yes. Soon after that. I think the a few couple of days, maybe even the maybe two days after that, you were planning to move to Colorado. You had your stuff all packed and ready to go. Yeah, and then so had full experience with the with the first bufo, and then that changed everything. Changed my course of understanding. Changed like I yeah, I fully packed my room and I repainted the room that I was previously living in, prepared it to, you know, move out and then was putting stuff in my, uh, my 1996, uh, Nissan truck that I was going to tie, a, a you know, a trailer to and throw all my stuff in and then was going to go across the country to Colorado. And, uh, so this was the plan. <laughs> uh, turns out that that week there was going to be a whole mess of storms moving across the country and there were tornadoes and all these kinds of things that I probably would have been driving through if I tried to make that trek. But yeah, so I had had this whole kind of basically mental breakdown before trying to do that. And I was up here in St. Pete and then um, kind of had met up with you and then we had dinner with our friend Daniel Barojas and then after that I was talking to you guys and kind of got in like a full panic attack just came over me and then uh so I ended up staying up here that night and then the next day you had built the wall for the first mural that you were working on mm-hmm. and then so I 
Yeah, I remember at that that time was like I was really worried about you. Like I didn't know what was happening. I was. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Matt was just in this state where he couldn't even talk. Like you were just completely frozen with um, just panic attack, yeah, uh, freaking out internally and not knowing even how to communicate what you're feeling so mm -hmm. i didn't know what it was like you know i was like whatever yeah. it is just what like is tell me like what i don't you know and so yeah so i remember like feeling that and, and our our good friend daniel brojas um he was really great and you i think you you spent the night over at his place and uh yeah we were just trying to to help out in that way yeah and then i had this this practice wall in my backyard because I had started painting uh, murals mm -hmm. so I would do practice testing painting murals in the backyard so I was just like hey Matt just you know come over and at this point you you were painting you were painting houses mm -hmm. that was the the profession so uh so you knew your way around a brush and a bucket of paint Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing so I was just like yeah just come over and I've got a I've got an outline on this wall I'm practicing for for an upcoming mural um just come over and, and just paint it with me for a little while till you can talk again <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know yeah and then I, I remember yeah working on that wall and then I was standing up on the ladder and it's like painting this you know with a one inch brush just painting this line and then uh, there was like a breeze and a sound, you know, I looked out, there was birds singing and just had this moment of just like, oh, like, this is really great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like, oh, I, you know, even just it was just that moment. There was no idea of the future necessarily in it, but it was just like, oh, this is great, you know. And then after we were done, it was like, oh, you're like pretty good at this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then we we're like, oh, I have this mural coming up. And like, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, and then mm -hmm. that, that kind of like gave me a little bit of strength back. Like, okay, there's, there's something to do in the future. There's a reason why, you know, whatever happened, happened. And then kind of like allowed me to put my mind back together I went back to painting houses and pressure cleaning and all the mm -hmm. manual labor that I've been doing. And yeah. But I remember it. So it was like when we were painting that <coughs> wall in the backyard. Yeah. I was like, wow, like, yeah, yeah you're actually better at this than I am. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah. So then that memory of the, that vision that I saw of us doing painting murals and, and working together was coming back. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Cause I was a little bit, I was a little, you know, disappointed that you were moving to Colorado. Cause I was like, oh, okay, well that vision's not going to happen. And I don't, and I didn't want to like steer you in any other direction. I wanted to let you live your life and do what you wanted to do. So um so then it was like okay and and it's still at that point like I didn't have like it's not like I had consistent work like I'm barely supporting myself on making art and uh, this is also you know it's like yeah so in kind of treacherous times here on planet earth for making art um so it's not like I had you know like I could hire you right away so but it was like yeah okay all right so yeah, he can do, he can do this. We can, we can maybe do this. So we started, so I was like, yeah, so this, this artwork that's on this wall right now, like I am practicing for a painting, the first mural that I'll be painting on my own. And it's for the Shine Mural Festival, which my wife and I curate. And I've been working on the festival for four years 
always assisting and I had never on my own. I've been working with friends like the Vitali brothers to paint murals and my friend Basque and showing me the ropes, but I had never done one on my own yet from start to finish. And I had planned to do this, this one upcoming on my own for the four years during the Shine Mural Festival. I got to watch all of these world-class artists and see their different approaches and how everybody had their own magic trick, a way that they were able to do it. And I always, it was always like helping me craft like my own process. And I learned to drive lifts and get over my fear of heights and get really, I, at that point I had to be the guy who could show up and fix your lift. I could be the guy who gets you out of trouble. If you had something that you needed, I would go get it for you. And so learning all of that for four years was like my college for painting murals. Mm -hmm. And then, so I was ready to do one on my own. And then that was when we started painting that one together uh, as the practice. And then it was like, okay, Matt, like if you're down, like I think we should paint this wall together. Mm -hmm. I wanna make this thing as detailed and as professional as, as humanly possible. We get nine days to paint the mural during the festival. Um, when we're, so we were practicing towards that. You know, yeah. we gotta. We're not only painting. This is not only not your. You know, your first time painting artwork in this way, <laughs> but now we have to be professionally. And I remember when you first sent me like, this is what we're going to paint on the wall. And I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> right. And um, like, oh, yeah, I remember just like kind of this cold feeling coming over like, oh, I got to be able to do that, mm -hmm. you know. And, um, you know, and so then you brought it, you know, came up here and we started working on that practice wall, you know. So we put it into, you know, four sections or however many sections that we needed to to kind of like time that timeline it out and so that we could uh, know how long it's actually going to take us to do this. So mm -hmm. we have nine days. How long can we actually do this? And I think it took us like at least that long just to do it on the practice mural, which was a practice wall. And then that wasn't even the full mural and we weren't on lifts and we weren't uh, outside. Yeah. It didn't rain on us. So it's like, we okay, we're doing this as fast as we can, but when we're doing it in, on the real one, we need to do it better and faster. Better and faster. Yeah. And I had a little bit of training with this before. My, um, my apprentice and my partner that was working with me um, she was the one that came up with the idea to to build the wall in my backyard and so I was like okay she was kind of nagging me about it when are we going to do it when are we going to do it Kat Gomez and she and, and so I was like okay I'm building the wall this weekend I'm gonna start building this wall and as soon as I had the wall built I got a call from one of one of my clients um, Keith Koenig from Danny Wimmer and he's like, I got this project. I want you to paint. I want you to paint live at Sonic Temple. I got these <laughs> pillars. They're yeah. they're four foot by or they're eight foot by sixteen foot, which is exactly the size that of the wall that I built. Only mm -hmm. horizontal. They, these ones were going to be vertical. And and you're gonna you know it's four sides and you know it's three days. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, this seems like fate. Yes, I'll do it. No, and that, and at that point, I had never done that before. I never. <laughs> I never painted a mural on my own. I never painted live in front of an audience. 
And so, yeah, I was, I was used to that. And Kat was really good in a similar way that you are of like getting me excited and, and feeling confident about shit that I can't do yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course we can do this. Yeah. So, and Kat would, had been along with me on this journey of helping out with shine and stuff. So we were getting used to watching what it took to be a world-class artist and the type of mentality that you would have, the type of hours that you would put in, the, the obstacles that you would overcome. So we were in that kind of a mindset. And then I found, you know, like that you had the same kind of mindset of like really wanting to go all in on this. So as we were painting this practice one together, it was like, okay, yeah, we can do this. And, and, and as, you know, as we decided that we were going to do this, we were painting this wall. I could feel like, I know you and I are very empath empathic with each other and with a lot of other people as we were painting, you know, we're having a good time and we're enjoying this and I could feel the fear that you had about this, you know, and I'm just like painting with you and I'm sensing it. And I was like, you're scared, right? You're really scared, you know? And then you're like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I know, I know that feeling really well. Like, cause I had just done that and I'd been in that state of mind where it was like, yes, I'm really scared, but I know that this is going to work. I've seen it in my mind and yeah. And so, yeah, I guess you could explain your feeling there. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And that's what I kind of was telling you, like was going back to, you know, days of skateboarding or days of well, riding mountain bikes on like new trails that I hadn't ridden before, you mm -hmm. know, that are have really steep declines and inclines. And it's like, you don't get to think about not making it <laughs> like, or else you get, you get seriously hurt on a mountain and or, you know, skateboarding too, you just, you have to commit to what you, what you're rolling up to. And so that's what, that's what it was. It was just like, you know, and I was like, you're saying, I remember just feeling like tense, but just like looking very intently at each line that I'm making and all the, all the things and like, you know, but then at the same time, it would be like remembering like, oh, this is, this is the most fun thing. Like, this is something I really want to do. So it's just like, oh, you can relax into it and know that we're going to complete this wall, you know, mm -hmm. and especially with that, that first one, you know, knowing that when we did it, it was like, okay, it has to be faster. And there's all these other new factors on it. And then even people would, you know, cause it's a festival. So people are walking around seeing everybody painting people would come up with like, are you sure you're going to finish this? <laughs> you know? It's like, yes, yes. Yeah, we are. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, just keeping that mindset, like no matter what, like, mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to finish this, even though it looks impossible. But yeah. And that's what I learned. Like you and I could together get into this flow state and this mindset where no one can tell us nothing about not being able to finish this. Like we're going to do this. I've already seen it. We were also at that point, we were, we were listening to a podcast that was really inspiring. Um, this guy, Noah Lampert, mm -hmm. which he, he was, he was talking about this idea of imagination creates reality that we were both tuning into really heavily. Do you remember the name of the philosopher that uh, Neville Goddard? Yeah, Neville Goddard. Mm -hmm. He was he was getting into Neville Goddard really heavily mm -hmm. and sharing this idea that your imagination, if you can see it in your imagination, you can feel yourself there and really go there in your mind 
then there's nothing that can stop you from doing it if you put in the work and an effort to do that. So we were getting into the, that mindset combined with what we were learning from our teachers at Ananda and Yogananda really, I mean, like all of this was, was just the same thing for mm -hmm. us. It was your inner world, the, the feeling that you have inside is, is getting reflected to you like a mirror, like everything in the outside world is just a big mirror of what you're feeling, what you're believing, your perception of reality is just getting reflected back to you. So we were getting very heavily into tuning ourselves to that mindset, using our meditations to create concentration, and then moving that concentration, meditation, flow mindset into painting. So while we wanted to freak out, and we were we were feeling the 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 uh, the bigness of like having to pull something off like this because this 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 mural festival that we were in some of the artists you know it's like low bros drew merritt morning breath shock one paulo delphin taj tenfold blaine fontana george rose the list goes on of like all of these like top level world-class muralists that we're going to mm -hmm. be you know rubbing shoulders with and, and putting our work on display with theirs you know yeah yeah and so yeah like you're saying going from painting houses to immediately this is the first thing <laughs> next to those people you know it was yeah overwhelming to say the least but mm -hmm. yeah but that it was those those mindsets and realizing that this is something that makes me not only happy but like fulfilled you know i remember even painting that wall and just like and we're working with those mindsets of like oh if you can you can get yourself into the feeling that you want to be in then that draws you towards that future and I remember even just like looking at my hand while painting one day and then being like oh this is a future I imagined and now I'm standing in it you know mm -hmm. and then it's like oh now I'm like I'm gonna keep doing this I'm gonna keep imagining these futures you know and mm -hmm. then we would do that. We were even, you know, doing that with the weather and <laughs> drawing towards the weather that we Yeah, did, you know? that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. People right. were like, it's going to rain today. We're like, no, it doesn't rain today. <laughs> I already saw it, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, and, and then we would we would make that happen, you know. Yeah, yeah. And Noah was like, he was, he was describing some of the techniques for really using your imagination to create your reality. So we were like, yeah. I bet we could do that with the with the weather because every year during shine we're here in florida and it's and it usually is in hurricane season it's going to rain somewhere it's going to be it's going to be raining some few days during the the, the festival but we needed every single hour that we had mm -hmm. just you know to to be fully focused on that on that wall so there were, it was funny, it was like we were maybe six days into it and we just finished a long night of painting and we came home and um, for whatever reason, the TV was on and there's never, there's the, the, don't the, ever turn the TV well, on. The, the, the news is never on the TV yeah. that most definitely. Right. And there was, for whatever reason, yeah. the, the, the broadcast, yeah, this like forecast, weather forecast was on the TV and we were just, and it was just like, 
yeah, if you've got plans for these next three days or whatever, it's just going to be pouring, so just cancel them or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was some like, <laughs> ominous thing that this weatherman just happened to be saying as mm -hmm. soon as we got home. Yeah, and I was just like, turn that off. So, yeah. <laughs> so we turned it, and we were just like, no, like you're wrong. That's, That's It's that not going to rain happen. on us. And uh, so we turned that off, and then I remember you and I, we spent like a half an hour listening to some binaural beats and just imagining mm -hmm. the next day, imagining, feeling what it was going to be like. We were like, okay, well, it's definitely going to be cloudy. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, but that's good. You have to make good. it uh, uh, practical, what you're going to, you can envision like, okay, maybe the, it's not going to rain, but there has to be clouds in the sky. That's, I, I can make that happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I used that moment too, where I was looking at my hand and it was a sunny day that day. And I was like, okay, I can envision that happening again. Mm. So it was set into that, like, oh, okay, we're going to be painting in this beautiful, sunny, there's a couple clouds in the sky though. Okay, great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can see that happening. You know? And we did that. And then the next day, that's the weather we got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just overcast, which was great because it was cooler that day. Yeah. So we were able to like work um and and have you know in a, in a more pleasant environment mm -hmm. and and then the next day it was just like there was just no doubt like it was even worse like it's, uh -huh. it's definitely gonna rain you know like you're pulling up it's drizzling on your way to the wall mm -hmm. we're we're going by other friends that are painting walls and they're like well we're just gonna take the day off i guess because it's not you know it's not <laughs> like, gonna we don't have time to do and that. then we're just like no we're going to our wall and we're painting today mm -hmm. it's and and people we're, kept coming over like oh it's raining over at this person's wall oh it's definitely why are you guys painting today yeah i remember like <laughs> yeah. we were driving by and people like are seeing us in the car it's like what are you doing you shouldn't go, you don't work don't uh -huh. bother it's raining uh -huh. like, no it's not uh -huh. so then yeah we pulled up to our wall and it just happened to be like a little uh area of, of was, wasn't, wasn't raining, raining on us so we get set up and yeah we just keep going and then i remember at one point it was it did start raining but, but it was blowing the opposite direction of the wall yeah, yeah. So, so we weren't actually getting rained on yeah the wind was blowing so hard <laughs> that it was raining but the wind the, the rain was blowing over our heads and we were still there painting uh -huh. and we just kept going and then it stopped and then we just kept going yeah so like <laughs> that that really just for us it just set uh, okay, this is the way we're going to work. This is the mm -hmm. mindset that we're going to have. That was like a, such a pivotal time in my life and my career for having a mindset. It was, it was so wonderful. And we even got, we even like by the third day of doing this, we, we, we got a little bit, we wanted to start playing with it a little bit. I remember, you know, so it was like, okay, tonight when we imagine it, let's, let's imagine it being really good for everybody today, not just us. But then right at the end, let's just have it just rain like a little bit on Drew Merritt. Because <laughs> he was making fun of us for talking about controlling the weather. So. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. So we're just like, all right, we'll just have it rain on him a little bit. We were just playing around, like we were having fun with everybody. And, and, um, and uh, so, so, and we didn't mention it to him or to anybody that we had this kind of like thought that was going through our mind. And so, yeah, we had another great day of painting and no rain. And then that night we we got dinner with everybody and everybody was telling stories and 
I remember, so the low bros were like on one side, which is, is probably maybe third, no, maybe 50 feet in between their walls. Like a parking lot in between. Two yeah. big walls. Yeah, low bros on one side, Drew Merritt on the other. Mm -hmm. And then the low bros were like telling this story about like, oh man, it was great. Like today was really great. The, the weather was a bit cooler with the overcast. And, but just like right at the end, right at the end as Drew Merritt is like signing his name, it starts raining on him, and then us over here, it's dry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right there. When we heard that story, it just like couldn't help but like, yeah. oh, wow. We just started laughing. <laughs> we didn't, I don't even think we like said it to them because it just sounded too crazy. I thought it was just our own sort of like inside joke. Uh, so yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these, these, uh, practices really work. <laughs> it is possible. And it's like, yeah, all of that. It's like, is it all coincidence? Uh, maybe uh, <laughs> that's all you could say that, but it was pretty incredible coincidences for it all to line up the way we had imagined it mm -hmm. for it all to like be exactly the way we needed it to finish that wall and see ourselves like be able to push ourselves that to those limits limits and while having that much fun and while being able to like put ourselves into that positive mindset like okay this is what's gonna happen and mm -hmm. then, you know and we were still painting up to the moment when they were taking the final shots and we everybody had to leave and all mm -hmm. this stuff. <laughs> yeah right down to the wire <laughs> yeah yeah so but yeah it took all all the effort but yeah still made it happen yeah it always feels good to to do that so i i highly recommend like for anybody watching this who really if you've got projects coming up, like put yourself there, feel what it's like for it to get completed, have the feeling of, of accomplishment, see the beauty of the, the completed work that you're going to do and feel it and experience that before you go do it. It's, I, I don't hardly do anything now without doing that first. Mm -hmm. And so that was, yeah, a super pivotal moment. So after, after we, after we painted that that wall for shine, you were still living down in Venice, mm -hmm. and and when we did the so this was like back when so when we had that buffo experience together and and all of that kind of stuff, and you were still living in Venice, and when we were there with our friend Rob that we mentioned at the buffo the buffo ceremony, right, he. He, he had a great, a great healing experience from it, got a really incredible mindset from it. Uh, but then in the morning, he calls me, he calls me back. He's like, he was feeling so, so great and wonderful, woke up like feeling incredible. And then he's like, he, he owns a, a frame shop that I get a lot of things framed at. And he was like, Chris, like, I don't know what's going on. Like two of my framers just quit this morning and I'm like in a super bind. I don't know what to do. And this was at the point where you were trying to figure out like, how can I move to St. Pete? I don't have a job. I don't have a place to stay. And yeah. Yeah. And at, at the finale for that shine mural was, uh, they do a big party at the end of it. And then, uh, our friend Daniel and his wife, Ganesha, Ganesha had approached me and was like, yeah, if you ever think about moving up here, we usually rent out this room and, uh, you know, we'd love to have you if you want to like, get on your feet up here you can stay there for a little while and then um so I was like oh yeah that sounds great you know and it was really but I didn't know how I would make that happen I was like oh that's cool but it, this was another thing that I had to like 
really next gear of using these these imagination techniques to to like move into that idea so it's like oh okay that'd be great but i don't know how it's gonna happen and then i had that you know went to the ceremony yeah and then i just happened to be also pet sitting that that week for a friend chris and then uh you know and then the ceremony and then next day rob's like oh somebody these people just quit on me. I have nobody to, to run the shop now. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then I think he, he had one person working there. And then, so Chris was like, oh, that's great. My brother's looking for a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's, uh, yeah, he's pet sitting in St. Pete. So I'm going to send him over to see you right yeah, now. I was already there. So I was like, went over there and he's like, yeah, job's yours. You know? And you had never framed anything in your life. No. This, is, <laughs> this is brand new, but you're a fast learner. So I knew yeah. that you could figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that was also, uh, you know, there's a lot of pressure on all of that, you know, and I had to you know, learn this and again, be learning and doing professionally all at the same time. So, Mm -hmm. um, and he had had a, a, you know, a project where it was, um, doing a a lot of the same thing over and over again for the, I think he had a project for the Dolly Museum where you're making a bunch of little ones. So that's why I started was making a bunch of small frames all at the same. So it's just like, learn Mm. this as fast and, you know, make each one again, 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 just doing the same thing over and over. (laughs) So it was a good way to, to learn the process. But, um, but yeah, so it was just like everything just lined up super synchronistically in a way that was, you know, mind blowing from something I couldn't imagine happening to all of a sudden, like, yeah, all these things. And then so like went over and saw Daniel and Ganesha and was like, Hey, so I happened to get a job. Like, can I still live in that room for a little mm-hmm. while? Mm-hmm. You know? And then they were like, yeah, you could like stay there for like three months or something, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe a year that could be okay. But, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever you can do, that'd be great. You know? Yeah. Um, like, it was so great. Like I was so grateful for to our friends, like being able to do that, you know, at that, that time it was just like, wow, all this stuff is lining up. This mm-hmm. vision that imagination creates reality is so real. Like mm-hmm. this watching it like happen. And just every time something seemingly terrible happens, just like, no, it's, it's just shifting and changing so that this thing that I had in my mind, uh, it could, can yeah. come to reality, you know, and that, that thing that Noah would always say too, where he's like, you just, you remember that like, oh no, this is what happens right before everything gets good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, really, really remembering that that's how it works. Like you, you go through a little bit of a lull and that's when everything picks up. Yeah. It's like, if you can remember that, if you can put yourself into that feeling like, oh, what happens? Oh yeah. It gets really great after this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Um, remembering that. Yeah. Um, yeah it was really really necessary in that time and then that's what yeah that's what really happened Mm -hmm. so yeah everything was like okay now so you had a job here in saint pete near me daniel lives right down the street Mm -hmm. rob would let you have time off anytime i needed uh help Mm -hmm. doing things that i needed so it was just like wow this is this is great this is happening so we quickly started working on quite a bit of projects together and it was it was really helpful for me too that you had a job because oftentimes a lot of these things that I work on I don't really get paid for like making gallery art is such a gamble doing murals hardly any money most of the time and so we were able to work on these passion projects and and I had been really feeling strongly about moving into painting and for 20 years I had been a professional 
digital illustrator working on brands, had a, a, an agent in New York and was working on a lot of big brands and things like that that were paying my bills. But I was really feeling strongly that I wanted to move away from that and to really pursue my meditation practice and move that meditation practice into making sacred art and working with deities. You were feeling that strongly as well as something that you wanted to do. And so it was in 2020 during the lockdowns that I made this big decision to let go of my agent, to tell all my clients that I'm no longer working on uh, brand artwork and I'm going to be pursuing this 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 dream this vision and this is another time again where it's like you're sort of my enabler you know <laughs> of course yeah we should do that yeah it's, of course that yeah, sounds we have perfect to do that. yeah yeah it's the only it's, way it's the sacrifice to the gods that we make in the right <laughs> yeah and then they open the gate yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I remember you you said you, you were, I remember you were listening to a podcast uh, uh -huh. had, yeah with had to kind of put it into perspective you know yeah yeah and this is it was later on but here heard this person say uh when he he had been thinking about um quitting his music career and just walking across the country um and I, i'm forgetting his name now so forgive me but it is and then he said he, he called his agent and said said um uh yeah, I'm thinking about doing this. Is, is this a good idea? And then his agent was telling him, no, it's, you're crazy. Why would you do that? And he's always like hung up the phone with him. And he's like, but then I called my friend who was like always down for like big ideas. <laughs> I called him and he, he was like, oh, no, it's, it's, that's great. He's like, what's great? He's like, it's great that your agent thinks you're crazy. He's like, <laughs> because not, not all crazy ideas are good, but all good ideas are crazy. <laughs> He's like, oh, good. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Then let's do this. Mm -hmm. you know? So it takes a little bit of crazy to make the right decision to like move you to the next level of what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Is if you're going to do something great, it has to feel completely insane mm -hmm. there's you have to be stepping outside of your comfort zone outside mm -hmm. of what you're used to that's what makes it that's when you know you're expanding mm -hmm. you're actually <laughs> you're moving into the next level when you're when you feel that that crazy a little bit mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so that was that was like sort of the the, the I, I was feeling it really strongly um and wanting to move in that direction so yeah having my enabler here helping <laughs> with that and having somebody to talk to about it and uh, and taking that leap uh was yeah it was really important and also too like our 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 meditations and the affirmations that we were doing with ananda there was there's a really great one from swami kriyananda that i've been sharing with the group and practicing or how to tell the difference between inspiration that comes from our higher self and inspiration that comes from our emotions or our lower self and really learning how to feel whether something is our dharma or if it's something that we're just sort of getting carried away with and isn't really meant to be and putting that into practice regularly in meditation and just feeling that that impulse for that was growing stronger if the idea is a bad idea the impulse for it will actually grow weaker and you'll just naturally not want to do it anymore but this was growing stronger and stronger so and it and i was tested you know there was 
these projects that were, I was, I was about, to, you know, I was, I was talking to my agent and, and getting, telling them where I'm headed with my career and that I'm, I'm going to be moving away from commercial work. And they would call me like, well, we just got this big job that came in and it was like stuff that I really would have wanted to do. And there was like a big price tag associated with it. And it's only going to take you two weeks. Like, come on, you should do this. And I was just like, nah, I said I wasn't going to do it. Like I said, I was going to, I was going to stick to it. And I just decided like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep going with this. No, sorry. Like I'm really serious about this. Um, you know, and I, and it was, it was a huge thing for me to have to do that because it was a dream of mine to get hired by this agent and to be working on things like this. But I, my heart just wasn't in it anymore to be doing the commercial work. And it was, I was feeling really called to working with the deities and, and wanting to work with you in this way that in the same way that we are painting this mural. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember those, those moments and conversations of like feeling all of that, you know, and being like telling you that like, yeah, that's the right idea to do, you know, <laughs> basically like telling you to like, just change everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like everything that's been supporting you. Like, yeah, let's like not do that anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, like, Wait, that is a little bit crazy, but it really it was just like, no, this is what is necessary to be able to move into what we're doing because it does have a lot of weight behind it as like our whole lives are shifting to be able to do this, you know, and it is part of everything that we're, we're moving our lives into. So it, did, it, it was the necessary um, thing to do to move into the next uh you know, stage of, mm -hmm. of life that we're doing now. And, um, yeah, it was, yeah, I remember the weight of that and how it was like, no, but this is what it needs to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was really powerful. And, and now seeing the way that it's, it's going to be happening, moving into, you know, this project of Seekers of the Eternal, seeing how Seekers of the Eternal is growing and expanding and becoming, what it is now with the new capabilities and tools that we have through Web3 and through NFTs and building communities that really can get together around ideas and to be able to have all these new ways of sharing and growing. I, it's, it's amazing to see it, to see what's happened from making those big, pivotal, uh, courageous steps forward past the threshold guardians. Um, the, couple of the, the other timeline things that that I've got here that I think would be fun to to talk about right after that uh it was the next project that we, that we worked on together and you know sometime after that we started painting it was the the back of this music venue that I grew grew up going to shows to you grew up going to shows mm -hmm. at it was called the state state theater mm -hmm. my band got to play some shows there and that was that was really incredible experience to be able to perform there and then um getting to paint the back of this this great theater that uh my friend Tess Wan and I had painted along with the Vitali brothers so that's this was one of the early projects we had painted it a long time ago it was one of the a lot of it was one of the first really big murals in St. Pete that was all just art based and that was a, a really nice one to get to paint with my friends and kind of learn the ropes on. And then it was seven years later that that front of that there, the back of that building had to be resurfaced. So the old mural was gone and Tess and I were going to repaint that mural. 
And uh, as I was expressing this idea of what I wanted to paint on the back of that mural uh, of that building and do a collaboration with Tess, he was so gracious and he was just like, man, I love that idea so much. Like, I think I just want to let you paint that. I think you should you should really paint that. And so it was like it was a really nice encouragement for me and feeling like, OK, yeah, like uh, this is this is a, a really like a declaration of like where I want to go with the work. I want to be able to fully do this puja around around these deities and invoke this the presence of this is Saraswati, the goddess of art and music and learning and to really uh, embody the teachings of that deity and to work with those forces of nature to paint this this mural yeah yeah and that that one was a big you know it was great to like you're saying work on that mural at that location being somewhere that uh I'd gone to all growing up and seeing like most of the bands I went to see would be at state theater and you know, so it was like stomping grounds and then like we get to paint the goddess of music on the back of it together, you know, it was mind blowing, mm -hmm. um, you know, and then kind of how you had presented it as, you know, when you when you have a community like St. Pete that has been coming up um, through the artwork that has been um, showcased here through Shine and like all the artists that they brought in and now so now there's all this like kind of the city is building up, you know, and so painting Saraswati there was about like, okay, now we have to keep focused on the artwork, keep focused on creativity and that mindset and not get lost in the amount of money that's coming into the city because mm -hmm. of all that artwork, you know? And so putting that in such a, um, a pivotal place, you know, in such a, um, kind of it's a big wall <laughs> and and kind of in the middle of downtown in that mm -hmm. way and um so having that message there I think really yeah. was a cool thing to be able to like put as a declaration in that place you know and it also is a music venue having Saraswati that just makes so much sense as a kind of um uh, support and backing for for what that place is and then for what St. Pete has become as a whole was really really special thing to work on mm -hmm. and um yeah we did like um we had it we did a blessing there too we did a meditation in front of the wall before it started we did chants to Saraswati we asked her to protect the everything that makes the city that we're in good even you know it's on the rise it's changing really really rapidly there's so much growth and so much new construction and all this but as we painted this you know we were like please protect the thing that makes this city great which is the creativity and the the creative flow and, and all the artists and music that is here like let that still be the foundation of this place and so we really wanted to put that into it and and the new owners were there's still it's still a music venue there and this was it, this also gave me my first chance to talk to clients in this way mm -hmm. to be able to T talk about these things that are very personal to me and be able to talk about to a client and kind of get them on board with it and introduce them to the goddess and have them do their own research on it and get interested in this and that's what I love to do with artwork is to share new things that I'm really enthusiastic about and then share them with other people and then see them light up and learn like oh wow this is really cool and special and 
and have them feel grateful and, and have, have an appreciation for what we're going to paint on that wall. And um, so it was you, myself, and my other uh, partner, um, Kat Gomez, we painted that wall together. And this was like during the pandemic, this was like right at the the, the lockdown, kind of hardcore lockdowns yeah. during, it was summer 2020. So we got to at least escape being inside mm -hmm. and to go paint outside and it was like it was a real mind trip like that oh, whole yeah. that whole time period it was so unique so yeah the was, building was still under under construction and yeah so there was a whole that was quite a you know working in a whole different environment than we previously had painted the last the previous mural in and mm -hmm. so it was, uh yeah it was a it was a it was a journey for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it was like, yeah, when we were there, it was, it was such a mind trip because like our only bathrooms were these like, uh, porta potties mm -hmm. outside and in downtown St. Pete, you're sharing the streets with uh, the homeless community there too. So we were making a lot of friends with, 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 uh, the street, friend, <laughs> street friends uh, every day. You know, those are the people that we were hanging out with, like during the pandemic, none of us yeah. got COVID. No. <laughs> we were protected yeah uh, so it was just it was just really strange but yeah we were keep you know we, we were painting this mural in the same way that uh, three of us were just in this mindset we were we were keeping ourselves protected we knew why we were doing this we had seen it completed and it was really funny even the, the construction workers that were mm -hmm. working on the inside of the building they were remodeling so sometimes when we'd show up they would have you know all of their ladders and things and everything in front of our mural and you know they're just busy you know everybody's in sort of a strange mindset during that time and they're having difficulties with what they're working on and sort of so and I was just like when we were in a very pleasant state of mind enjoying <laughs> the time. really enjoying <laughs> painting and uh I remember one of the guys I was like hey man I'm just I'm just going to be moving a few of these things over here. I just, just letting you know, I'm, I'm moving that over here, you know, and he kind of responded really harshly to me mm -hmm. and he Dude with like long hair and a beard and stuff. Yeah. It, just, it looked like you would vibe with us well, but yeah, mm -hmm. he was in a whole other world at that moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then I just responded to him really sweetly or whatever. And then, and then I remember like you and I start, we started talking to him and, and then he like came outside and he was just like, whoa have you guys been out here you've been painting this all along <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no idea we were there painting a mural yeah, yeah. wow this is really beautiful uh, it, it was like he just like kind of like woke up for a second uh -huh. and just like wow and then you know as we were talking to him like he started talking about like how he does ayahuasca ceremonies uh -huh. and bufo and things like that and so, yeah, I remember we had he some had really like, bufo toads in his backyard or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like totally turned out to be this guy, like otherworldly, you know. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't sat in ceremony in so long. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, you know, it just like <laughs> it completely brought him out of his world. And then we were both kind of talking to him. And he, he got into some kind of argument with one of the other guys that he was talking to. Mm -hmm. And so then later, me and him had to start having a conversation and then again just kind of like he was like oh yeah i need to I, i'm really missing the ceremony i need to sit in circle again and like oh oh yeah i, I should start meditating again mm -hmm. <laughs> he like left in a, as a completely different person that yeah. he come in that day so, yeah that was quite the experience yeah it's cool like 
using these practices and using painting to get into this state of mind and this calmness and being able just to, you don't even have to say anything. You can just emanate that and other people, you know, just sort of snap out of it and wake up and remember what they've been working on, what their own goals are and those kind of things. So it's really cool to be able to do that with, with artwork and, that has been the mindset. So we we transitioned, we were painting these murals and then I started getting these requests from collectors and from different people to do paintings for their house and for gallery shows. So right after we finished this big one with Saraswati, um, I got commissioned to do a, a door mural for a home. And so this was now our chance to take it from, okay, we learned how to do it big. And now let's take it down to a little, you know, it's still big, but smaller. Yeah. And so this was like really our first time working on commission work for inside the home. Mm -hmm. And we had painted this, this mandala. And it was, this was at a time where I was like, I had just, I'm phasing out my client work. I still had client work that I was doing. I was still working on these brand pieces and things and phasing that out and, and slowing that down. And so during this time, I was like, okay, Matt, um, okay, we know, you know, we, we're painting with house paint on, on, on the walls. We had our process down for that. Now we're, we're going to start painting these pieces for galleries and for in-home stuff. I need to figure out like, what brushes are we painting with? What is our, what is our medium? How can we achieve this look with tiny lines that we won't have to paint like five times to get the the <laughs> density that we want yeah. what kind of paints are we going to be using what is that process so matt like as i'm working on my 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 digital work i need you to start developing that process and also too at this point uh i i had moved out of my studio space downtown and moved into the house and so you were working on transforming my garage into right. a paint studio. So you were working, helping me a lot with, with that kind of a thing at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was right when we were doing the, the Saraswati mural was when you uh, got initiated into Kriya Yoga. And then, so I was staying here and had taken the full two weeks off of the job that I was at. And mm -hmm. then, to, so we were just staying here in that mindset, painting every day, meditating every day, paint, meditate, paint, meditate, you know, and then I'd gotten into that mindset. And then right after we finished that is when it's, um, then I had gone back to work and then just like that environment just like completely threw me off when I, like going back into that life, you know, and it's just like, I gotta, uh, this is not helping me, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. just realize how much that was a detriment on my psyche and on everything and so yeah creating that like contained environment when we we're working yeah. on that uh working on the 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 paintings for the house like mm -hmm. let's stay there for a little bit i think um in that in that that space where okay so it's like i was buying these different brushes uh -huh. and um different materials and then you know you would work on it and bring it in and like show me and I was like, okay, oh, try this, try this, try this. And then let's get it in. Because I knew what I wanted it to look like. I knew what I wanted it to be. And it was like, how do we get it there? You know, mm -hmm. so you were just working. Yeah, you were staying over here. We were. We would meditate together, move that meditation into the paintings. Mm -hmm. And 
And then, so, okay, we got our, our uh, materials, we got our brushes, working with sign painting brushes and mm -hmm. one shot and getting the density down with that. It's an enamel paint. We're also pa yeah. painting with fluorescence. Um, my friend Basque showed me some different fluorescence that we could use to get some good density with, because we're painting on black too. So we wanted to right. paint fluorescence and gold <laughs> on black. So yeah. it was a kind of a tall order and we wanted to paint these really thin lines mm. and not have to repaint them a bunch of times. So there was a lot of technical things uh, that we were dialing in there. So you got it to a point where I'm like, yeah, that's that's the look. Yeah. And then I had a, a client who wanted uh, a piece that was ready in time for Christmas. Mm. So there was like a hard deadline. I could not go past the, the timeline. And so, um, yeah, so you were painting that and we were tag team painting that piece together. Mm -hmm. And it was really about the mindset. Yeah. And I remember I was in working on my digital work as you were getting started on the, the door mural in this mandala. And I remember the conversations that we were having and the feeling during that time, if everybody remembers going back to those lockdown periods mm -hmm. of 2020, it was just so strange and bizarre, but we were, we were feeling it too. Like, don't get us wrong. Like we were having so many, so much turmoil and so much, you know, things on the outside world that we were also dealing with, mm -hmm. uh, you know, even like while we were painting that, that shine mural, my father-in-law that I've been taking care of, um, for many years who had Parkinson's disease and, and cancer, like I couldn't leave him for more than four hours a day. So I would, mm -hmm. you know, I would go paint, come back, be with him, make sure he's okay, go out, come back. And then even during that time, like he had a big episode where he had passed out when I came and saw him and, and I had to deal with that and, and call mm -hmm. the ambulance and, and all this kind of stuff that we were dealing with. And even in between that period, like he ended, he, during this period of time, um, as he started having his decline, it was about nine days of just full on care for him until he, he passed away at the beginning of the, of the year. So there was, so many things happening in between all of this that we were doing. It wasn't just painting. I think, I think a lot of times, so it was, how can we have all of these things that are going on in our personal lives, all of these inner demons that we're battling while you're on the path to Kriya Yoga, it's a daily battle with all of the versions of yourself that you're having to kill and they're all fighting for their lives. So you're going through this just complete mental battle but then when we're painting when we're meditating can we be calm sweet and happy so what i was saying to you is like as we're painting this piece that's going to go into somebody's house i want them to feel calm sweet and happy when they're looking at it i want that to be the 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 bob the the vibration that's coming from this so as we're putting down these lines, it's, we're chanting our japa, our mantra. Mm -hmm. And if you're enjoying watching that line go down with a sense of calmness, sweetness, and happiness, then that's what people are going to feel when they look at it, you know? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's what really made it possible for me to 
except like oh now i'm doing this you know painting that's going to be in someone's house you know like getting from that that stage of just like letting go of any part of myself that didn't think it was possible and then just having to move into okay now it's it's gonna be good because it's being done with this energy it's mm -hmm. being you know and then really just flowing into that idea and working from that space um and so you know and just wanting to put that energy into the paintings you know and so each time then it's like you're saying it's like all right now we're working with this new medium there's new brushes mm -hmm. these, you know the whole thing learning how to use a um a mall stick <laughs> wall <laughs> painting and so it's like all these things brand new and immediate and trying to get it done in this time frame and um you know so it was it was a lot of a lot of time just sitting and, and working with that and you know having a part of it that i could work on over here and then a part of it that i was like okay here's the real painting you mm -hmm. know so it was like figuring out how to do it then doing it and then figure out how to do it <laughs> yeah having the practice and, one next to you getting it down getting your breathing right mm -hmm. and then bring it over to the mm -hmm. to the final piece yeah yeah and i was so shocked like because i was having these lofty you know mind journeys when i'm working on my digital work and then i would come say it to you and then i, I was like actually really shocked that you would take what i said and then go do it yeah <laughs> so like that was really cool and then i would watch you do it and then i was like i could do that you know i could do that too yeah. you know so you would this do it possible. and then mm -hmm. i would learn how to do it you would show me what you did and then i would learn how to do it how do you what is how do you get the paint on the brush in the proper way what shape do you make the brush when you get it how do you pull the line so mm -hmm. that enough paint comes off the brush mm -hmm. and all of those things you know were were part of it and what we were so yeah i was just like wow okay cool like you were such a fast learner and it was because you wanted it so badly and, and it was so therapeutic when you were doing it that it was i think that's what it takes to get into a flow state you got to want it something that you really want badly that you really enjoy you got to have like some kind of like hard pressure to succeed you know failure is not an option mm. <laughs> right yeah yeah it was not couldn't not make it to the to you know have this completed painting at, at christmas time it's right like, of course we're gonna do that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah and it's gonna look great it's gonna, yeah. yeah all these all these things had to come together and just like yeah it was it was like some of the like you said it's like the mental turmoil the whole thing the whole like your mind always wants to tell you you're not good enough or would, mm -hmm. who are you to be doing this something like that you know all those things are you know but had to get rid of all of that to be able to pull off even just like a single line you know there was times when i'd be working on that and i'd be just working in the you know get to a point i was like okay i have to step back breathe you know do the do the meditative practices and then like okay now i'm ready again to paint again you know mm -hmm. that's so that really learning how to work like that and i remember even you know working working and it would it would take me so long just to do certain small sections of it and then one night i just stayed there the longest i like all day and painting through the night and then just like saw that like in a certain amount of time like all of a sudden i just like got faster at it you know i was just i was making the lines a lot more fluid it was like oh it was like that's what the you know really feeling how to move into that flow state with the painting and like it was just listening to Saraswati mantra the whole time just being like okay that's the energy that's going into this you know mm -hmm. and yeah yeah so really 
really stepping into that and I'm fully with that with that door painting it's cool mm-hmm. that it was a door too because it really yeah it was <laughs> a portal yeah sense. yeah we yeah. had to deliver this portal this uh, like sense of hope during the we i mean we we there's a lot of um richness into the i think as all artists we have these really lofty meanings and, and and energy that we're putting into it so it just seems so grand like as we're doing it it's like we have to deliver <laughs> this this beacon of hope to uh-huh. these people or for our own self we need to be prove that we can pull this off even in the most difficult of times and yeah. prove that these meditation practices are real another secret to our success is we do these um they're called yogoda or energization exercises that uh, paramhansa yogananda taught that recharge the body like a mm-hmm. like a like a battery yeah. and so whenever we're feeling tired and, and feel like we can't keep going we go do exercises for 30 minutes mm-hmm. which seems like the opposite of what you should do but when you come back you know it's like we're ready to go again so i want to later on probably we'll record some videos of us doing these things in the future of teaching people how to do those exercises too because they're mm-hmm. so powerful for that and as we were yeah like that painting that mural that was a great step down or painting that that door piece was a great step down from the murals to painting the in-home piece so it was all kind of like just like in that buffo like experience watching your life like each step is perfect leads to the next point even the challenges those are like teaching us what we need to know and giving us the character that we can um that we can give back to people because I feel like if if you just lived a life where everything went so smooth and glorious and you were in an astral world and there was no mosquitoes and the birds were singing and everything was going smoothly for your life uh what are you, what 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 are what message can you help share with those who are struggling like what are you it, it, you know the smile that you give to somebody when you're giving them a smile and you know that they they know that you've seen some shit you've been through some shit but you're still smiling i think is so much more powerful and that the next project that we moved in to from from painting the painting the door mural is um, well there's some other little paintings we started doing like one by ones for abv gallery greg mike's gallery in atlanta and some two by twos and things like that they were all perfectly timed to teach us what we needed to learn but i got this project for the fairgrounds here in saint pete which was a fully immersive room and we could, we, it was a playground to put as much energy into it as we wanted to. And this was the big project that we had over the pandemic uh, to put all of our time and effort into. And I brought Kat Gomez back again to paint the, the mural, the wall murals inside that space. It was under construction at the time. So it was kind of a chaotic, we were wearing hard hats, <laughs> yeah, neon vests and hard hats masks oh, we had right. to all wear masks yeah. so it was like just felt like you're darth vader in here like trying to paint this what we knew was a place of healing and a place of peace and love that people would enter in and feel but at the time it was like loud music and uh people uh, you know arguing over construction projects mm-hmm. yeah yeah so just constant construction noise and you know hammers and (laughs) drills and every everything you can imagine Mm -hmm. just like while we're trying to 
play Mongolian uh, throat singing music and paint this mural. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a wild time. There, and we, there were so many things in our life, just situations that were bubbling up that we had to deal with. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, but when we're in front of that wall, like the three of us are going to be there giving it everything that we got. We're going to be giving it our hearts. We're going to calm our minds and we're going to put everything into this painting. It was a super cathartic, super <laughs> challenge. It, it wasn't at all uh, the way that I thought it was going to be when we were painting that space. But man, I, it's kind of like I wouldn't trade it. It happened in the in a perfect way and completing completing the murals inside that space and then we went straight from that to painting this seven foot version of uh, shiva and parvati the half half masculine half feminine adhanarishvara one of the most powerful iconic images that i could imagine and we wanted to do it justice and we wanted to paint it right we were also creating these hand painted frames for these infinity mirror portals with with LED lighting, other things that I had never done before that I've always wanted to do, 3D printed uh, sculpture cobra pieces that our younger brother was, was creating based on drawings and uh, spinning lanterns mm -hmm. and stained glass. Yeah. Um, all of these things, and then I worked with other friends on, you know, the, the, the lantern and the stained glass, just bringing in other friends of ours to, to help create those pieces with us. But the hand painted work, it was just like a whole other journey. It was like, OK, now we're now we're painting these indoor pieces. People are like right up close on them. These are very intricate lines. We're also doing faces and hands yeah. and geometric work, circles dots all of this stuff mm -hmm. that was like you had to nail it and again using uh fluorescent paint that we this is the first time we used that fluorescent paint mm -hmm. uh, which it had to be layered in a whole nother way and mm -hmm. so we're doing the those parts like three or four times mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah and then yeah still trying to get it all to come out exactly the way we wanted to look was, mm -hmm. was quite the the mission <laughs> yeah and i had spent like the the money that i was getting for the whole project i put all of that money into the production pieces mm -hmm. so the big uh, the, the material that i was getting it was i was making sure that it was all like super archival and would last a long time and getting them router cut and then having friends uh you know my friend heinz was building the infinity mirror boxes and so there was so much uh on the line with this i, I you know it was like yeah so much so much money and everything into it we weren't getting you know i was i was trying to pay you as much as i could to be here with me doing it i was putting my kind of savings into pulling this thing off because i just knew that this was a special opportunity to really show uh, it, what we could do and to also create something for others during that time to, when once the pandemic was over and they could come back out into going out again to make this really special room. Uh, I also hired a friend of mine who created, he's a, he, he's a sound healer and he created the medicine music for the space. So it was a fully sensory experience with sound, with visuals, with, uh, with 
yeah giving you that spiritual experience mm -hmm. yeah the music playing and the sound domes and the, the whole part of that and it's pretty incredible on part of the fairgrounds too because that was again during the middle of nothing open and they're just like building this entire mm -hmm. you know warehouse that's going to be a ton of people coming in doing this all you know mm -hmm. it's like kind of mind-blowing that they're even putting that energy into it but you know, yeah so to make something like that and then everybody believing like oh the world's going to open up again and this is going to be great and, yeah you know so it's like you know had to believe that so it was cool to be in a group of people that were you know really in that mindset too mm. like oh no the world's going to come back on and we're all going to be doing cool stuff again you know? yeah so it was like yeah again like yeah, all right pulling that mindset off amidst yeah some of the the most mental turmoil that i've been through <laughs> and, uh yeah so it was it was quite the project yeah the, to see that now and see people's reaction to it and and all of that is really really cool to hear and get mm. that get that feedback from people yeah that's what people were saying is that they could feel they could feel that when they went there they could feel that, that sense of healing and um calmness that would come over and, and that's what we were imagining and intending yeah that's a good point being around a whole group of people that were in the darkest time building behind the scenes making things and that's the way that we like to do it. The obstacle is the way, you know, we talk about that on this podcast a lot and being in this time during kind of the dark days of crypto and NFTs where it had the boom and now it's, and now it's looking grim, but that's when you, that's when you go to work. Like that's when you do your hardest work, knowing that it, this, this won't last, that it will come back again. And so always keeping that mindset. It's so much easier to go along and, and have enthusiasm and work on things when everything's going right. But it's when things are going lousy that you got to dig deep and continue moving forward with 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 the same amount of energy and and love and all of that kind of stuff that were put that you put into it. So, yeah, pulling off that space was a, a wonderful thing. And I, and I love being able to hear people's responses to, to the way it makes them feel. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. during those times when, you know, the true heart comes out, the true warriors show up to mm. really still have that mindset, still see a positive future and be like, no, we, we build in the ashes. And, mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's when cool, the coolest things come up. So, yeah. 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 So be this like feel blessed every time you get an opportunity to do that. Mm -hmm. And we're so grateful for everybody that's been finding this community and is listening to these podcasts as, as it was seeming the darkest <laughs> is really you know, when we when we gave some shout outs to a lot of the people who have been spreading the word on the Seekers of the Eternal Web3 community and starting to see that really strong growth coming and hundreds of people a day joining the Discord. So it's it's really cool just when it, it seems the darkest is, is when the first rays of the light of the sun start to shine again at the... Yeah, the other the other fun project will kind of I think we'll we'll end with this one. We've got so much we could go on forever sharing all these, but just want to give you like really a sense of the way that Matt and I are working together and the way that we're going to be connecting with you through this community. Uh, the last one I wanted to share was this was in November 2021. We got invited back to another 
Danny Wimmer presents music festival opportunity. This was the welcome to Rockville pillar murals that we painted. And this was another, this was another celebration uh, of Saraswati, the goddess of art and music and learning that we had really been channeling and tuning into to help us on our journey. So we wanted to create this. I wanted it to feel like a miracle that it was done in time. So it's a four day music festival. We had a four sided, 16 foot tall by eight foot four sided pillar. And we wanted to put as much energy into it. So we showed up um, the night, the day before we, we outlined the pieces. Mm -hmm. We got the outlines up and then we had to go hard as hard as possible with as much belief and faith as possible to pull these off because they were very intricate. And, and I was just, I was so happy to do it with you. Our friend Liam came, he was, we also at the same time had a pop-up merch booth and, that, and I don't, time. yeah, I don't do <laughs> pop-up merch booths really hardly ever and only in small fashion. So he jumped in and, and was doing the merch booth that was right next to us. And, he was crushing it, like selling so, so much merch and there was so much good energy. And and we just were, it was great. He was going to get us food and Keith was taking really good care of us. So we were, you know, we were showing up. We'd do our meditations in the morning, get some breakfast and, and go hard from beginning to end. And it, it was it was fascinating. It was amazing. It was wonderful. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yes. and it was incredible to, you know, be working that way and making it actually happen and then to be working at a metal festival where and then people coming by and like getting really stoked on us painting artwork mm. <laughs> you know, painting birds and deities and, mm. <laughs> and mandalas you know it's like oh they, they do really like this uh, yeah cool. you know and so it's cool to get that that feedback and people coming being like oh you know I just sat there and watched you guys paint for an hour. Like, oh, I don't know what just happened. You yeah. know, we're just like, oh, cool. You know, people that maybe have never experienced live painting or hadn't seen somebody painting a mural before. So it was cool to introduce that in that environment and get seeing people really responding to it well was such a, a powerful experience. And then to learn that, like, oh, we can paint an eight by 16 foot piece in one day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, it was unbelievable. Like as we were, and we saved the, we saved the, no, did we, we started on the, yeah, I don't know. We, yeah, we had started with this, with the, with the more. The Saraswati simple right? one. Well, we, oh, no, we yes, started with the hand, mm -hmm. which was, you know, to get the, the name so people know who's doing it and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So we started with that one. And then it was funny too, because as soon as we started, then people like came over and just start having conversations right next to us. And was our other friend, uh, yeah. <laughs> Josh, um, Hydra was standing there watching mm -hmm. us paint. Like he's always like making jokes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was like so <laughs> <You> know, much <laughs> pressure. <laughs> yeah, it was the first time we were doing any of it, you know, in the, mm -hmm. on this fashion. And we're just like, okay, yeah. It's as much pressure as we needed to like make it happen. Uh, yeah. Cause yeah, you forget, like you make this, this thing in your mind, but it's like, oh no, you're in a music festival and uh -huh. you're surrounded by friends and for, and fans and, and music fans and, and all of this kind of stuff. That's like all part of it. Yeah. And you have to, at the same time while you're painting that 
still be having like pleasant conversations, mm -hmm. still taking photos with people, still doing all of these things that come along with it. The tent next to us all got COVID <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and just, you know, keeping that mindset. Yeah. That. yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole time we're like, no, we're not getting COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Weather again with that one and it would get freezing cold at night and we're, we're painting the 14 hours a day and sleeping for three to four hours, maybe mm -hmm. and to make that happen. So <laughs> get up and do it again. Uh -huh. Do it again. Yeah. It was like, well, while we were working on, it it was like we just had to keep it and, and, and it was great too like liam was it was is encouraging us at the same time like you, you're gonna do it you're gonna do it <laughs> and, and and but if if anybody from the outside you know would see how much progress we were on when we were finishing the last you know the last couple of them it would be like there's no way you're uh -oh. finishing this in time but we just kept like no just keep your head down just keep painting just keep painting just keep painting and then it's just a miracle like you you step back and you're like we just did that oh wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't even know how it was possible that mm -hmm. we did it it seemed didn't look possible <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So, and like some of the stories just that, like, I think that are, that are kind of fun to share. <laughs> like there was, there was like some, I, I don't even know which ones to go into. There was like some, <laughs> so many different ones, but one of the interesting ones is one of the, like the last night we, we've given it all we've got. We're, we're just moving around and we're like, we're completing, um, different sections of it. All right. We're just going to now, now we got this last, this last section that we're going to be painting tonight. Let's move Very the lift of. out of the way. Let's get that spot opened up. We'll move it over here. And you've got to do it like in between, like all this crowd and everything. Yeah, so, so it's it has really to be a band playing. Yeah. yeah. So you have to do it in between that. And then we have the, the guard gate that's around us so that people can't get up to the wall so that we have space to work mm -hmm. and we had to move that out of the way to be able to move the lift out of the way and so it's just this small window of time when mm -hmm. there wouldn't have been a gate around us and and it's the first time that day when we would have been working on the ground mm -hmm. <laughs> right yeah so a perfect storm it was this like this few moments or whatever we moved the lift out of the way we we're just about to come over and finish this 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 uh, bird that we were painting and we're like wow this is okay we're gonna do this and this guy just completely hammered just walks up to our wall and just takes out his dick and starts pissing through um, <laughs> through awful. the gate all over the ground right where we have to walk in right where we're going to be standing on the ground and painting <laughs> and it's just like wow it was my like i couldn't even imagine and then he had he had no idea why we were telling him that that's a real dumb thing to do yeah <laughs> yeah and we kept our cool we we're just like man it's like i can't believe it how is this really possible? <laughs> there's bathrooms like right literally over there. across the street there's yeah bathrooms. right over there yeah. And it was just like, wow, it was just like another one of those where you just had to be like, all right, Divine Mother, you're just really playing a okay. little joke on us here, you know, uh -huh. seeing what we're made of. And we had to stand there and, and paint till the wee hours in just complete piss smell. Right. But we, we did find like the, we had spilled some paint or something. So we got to use that and a bunch of mud to like, cover up <laughs> his puddle that he had just made yeah. in front of where we had to work. But So we got the, you know, had a way to at least bury the, the mess that he had made and, mm -hmm. you know. 
uh, yeah, but mind blowing that the, and it just yeah perfect storm of like how did he happen to be there was nobody else walking around everybody else was at the show <laughs> yeah. this is like this one dude just yeah. appeared and then disappeared like mm-hmm. had to do that yeah. <laughs> yeah and i guess so that was the that was like the the that was the previous that we had one more night after that i think one more day mm-hmm. yeah and we had to finish that piece so yeah we covered it we tried to get through it but it still stunk so bad oh. so we had to just be down there painting and this is you're down in the bottom so your face is like <laughs> down (laughs) next to it it. and it was just like so like all right just keep your mindset going just keep chanting your mantras so it's like those tests that come Mm -hmm. through and and you just see what you're made of and so but then yeah like as as that that one finished and the next day we had like a really pleasant a really pleasant day some really pleasant people showing up Mm -hmm. there was like a whole indian family a lot of indian people were showing up and seeing the saraswati goddess and having really good responses that was a magical experience that was too when we were yeah when we were finishing the saraswati so we that was again we were standing down in the lower part finishing that one and that and it was like midnight again there was like nobody walking around and then just happened to be this entire family of Indian people all in like really nice clothes like I don't know what they're doing at this metal festival it really didn't make any sense and then they came up and they're you know using the proper pronunciation like saying the names and talking about it and like who is talking you like turn around it's just this entire Indian family like standing there just like oh this is really great you know came up and started talking to us and just like where did you guys come from? <laughs> you know, they were just like, oh, really cool that you're doing this artwork, you know, and all that stuff. And then it was just like, you know, just got a really great energy from them. And then, you know, and then went back to painting and like, wait, what just happened? You know, turn around and they were just gone. The whole yeah, family of people just disappeared into the ether. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, wow, that, I don't know. Those were just angels or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so it was like, you know, that experience all the way juxtaposed to the the guy the, the next night doing that you know yeah so it was like yeah a p- full full spectrum of people that that we got to experience yeah it just teaches you just to persevere mm-hmm. you know through the difficult times and there were so many beautiful times it's just like we were just so in awe of like how many people were just enjoying watching us mm-hmm. paint at this metal festival and really it gave us opportunity to introduce people to seeing that for the first time of mm-hmm. watching somebody paint something and 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 we were right in the pathway of everybody going from the big stage to the other big stage and how many people like really just began to like realize what we were doing and would just stand and hang out and watch and I mean yeah like Matt was saying we were painting goddesses and birds and and mandalas so so feeling it resonate with people and showing them something unexpected Mm -hmm. it was it was such a, a nice a nice thing to be able to share with people and to connect with people in that way. Yeah. Yeah. We had people, yeah, every day that would come over and be like, Yeah, I just love seeing the progress and this is so awesome. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it was like really cool to have people engaging in that way and not just like walking past it like it, you know, it's just a thing at a, at a festival, you mm-hmm. know. They're really getting involved and getting interested in it, you know, and then sold all the merch at the booth that we brought, you know, it was just a mind blowing experience. Yeah. So yeah, very cool to have have everybody like really getting into the work that way, and then yeah, then the 
we finished painting the peacock while Freebird was being played live on the stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Skinner yeah. was closing. Yeah. <laughs> painting birds while Freebird was playing. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that yeah, was right. Great. Something I'm I never thought would happen. As, <laughs> as we're finishing, you know. Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. The, the universe just seems to all synchronize and when, when you're in that flow state and mm-hmm. if you can have the the grace and the present mind uh, present aware you know state of awareness to really just step back and watch yourself watch everything that's happening mm-hmm. like if i was watching the, what we were doing in a movie and then i watched the guy piss on that that would be a great part of the movie right yeah you it know? was a great it was a great scene for sure but still oh my yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like i think that's the key and that's what yogananda talks about a lot it's like remember that this life is a movie mm-hmm. and what we've been sharing on this podcast and in the community it's a virtual reality video game we're just experiencing it from this perspective yeah. and actually we're not these bodies we're only renting these bodies it, it, when you're seeing something out in the world you're looking at yourself mm-hmm. when i'm looking at you i'm looking at myself when i'm looking at this microphone that's myself this camera it's all myself there's no i and then you get to enjoy it for the great, wonderful story, movie, game that it is without personally being offended that this guy is pissing on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, that helps, yeah, helps you move into that gratitude state of mind, which then seems to really make the movie cooler and cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like the more you can settle into that that's mental state of just oh really glad this is getting you know even in that moment where yeah. it's like oh this is an interesting part of the movie yeah <laughs> yeah yeah what's the best way to respond yeah. mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. always the mindset you know and we're trying to keep that up with ourselves and we'll keep sharing those kind of mindsets with everybody on this podcast to help encourage each other uh, another big um uh, moment this year in april in April 2022, this year, you got your Kriya initiation at Ananda Village in the Sierra Nevada mountains. Yeah. That was really great. And, and when and you got to go to Ananda before, I got to go visit in person, which is, yeah. is you know, it was cool. I, and I and you came back like a different person mm-hmm. from that experience. Yeah, yeah. And fully, getting to fully experience that um you know, dream world, like I said, reading that, um, uh, reading autobiography and hearing him talking about like, that was his Yogananda's mission was coming to the West and getting people to build these communities that it is possible to live in this mindset, that it is possible to get an entire group of people to live around each other and be manifesting from that place. And then to just step onto those like property and those grounds and then just seeing, Oh, it, they did it you know and then just like really being around people like oh this is the real deal that you know an entire group of people that are living this way and acting this way and you know just living their lives completely absorbed in that energy and and the place is just mind-blowingly beautiful like yeah and in april that's when the you know it's springtime so California just looks beautiful. Even just the wildflowers around are beautiful. So just walking around and seeing all the nature was mind blowing. And then at Swami's house, the Crystal Hermitage, they plant 17,000 tulips and plus other amounts of flowers. And there's two giant uh, cherry trees that are in full bloom that are covering the whole ground. And 
you know, pink carpeted petals, you know, literally feels like you're walking around in a, in a dreamland. And so just mind blowing. And then to get the, the pre-initiation ceremony at the end of the week there as well, and then got to stay for the day after and just the accommodation, the way everybody like just immediately feels like family there was, yeah, such a powerful experience. And so to like, yeah, I couldn't help but transform mindset and everything about like, oh yeah, okay, this is real. This is really a thing that you, that can happen. Mm -hmm. That is already happening, you know, that, that, that kind of merging our lives into, you know, so it was like, yeah, it was something I'd never thought was possible previously. And then to like be walking on the grounds of it is mm-hmm. quite transformative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was so proud of you because I know the journey that it takes to, to go on that path of Kriya Yoga, the meditation practice, the discipline, the everyday getting up and, 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 and you know, reestablishing what you're, what you're trying to do and sticking to it. And the, all of the inner battles and all of the stuff that I was having you do. And that was really like so cool to have the icing be your Kriya initiation then. Mm-hmm. And then I got to go back and join you. I shared on the, one of the podcasts previously about the Expanding Light retreat. Uh, we went to Spiritual Renewal Week together. So then I got to go experience what you had seen there and yeah it was just like these are our people like these are everybody that is doing things in like the way that we described here persevering through the most biggest challenge way bigger than anything we've described (laughs) challenges and and creating beauty and knowing that this is life is a dream and we're here to to be creating beauty in the midst of, of, uh, of of darkness you know and to be able to sh- to do the inner work so that we can share that light with everybody that we come into contact with. So seeing those examples of people doing that just solidified it for us that this is what we want to be doing with our lives and with our artwork and everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really is the thing that is the, you know, most productive thing to be representing, most productive thing to be, um, you know, just doing with, with life itself, like that's what the goal is, is to, you know, surround yourself with the, the best people, surround yourself with the best, you know, environment, and then just teaching each other to thrive in any situation. You mm-hmm. know? So yeah, really incredible experience there. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, and so now as, as, we come, as we end this podcast together, the, the thing that Matt and I, that we want to share, we're going to be doing episodes. We're going to be doing episodes here um, on this podcast where we're going to be studying the Ramayana, which is the, 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 the basis of the whole Seekers of the Eternal Web 3 community is the story of Hanuman that is included in the, that is, you know, in the Ramayana, this beautiful, ancient, epic story that, that spans time that could possibly have been with humans since the first stories were ever told. Thousands of years ago, it was written down for the first time in Sanskrit through automatic writing by a, by a poet named Valmiki. And before that, it was 
chanted in an oral tradition, just being memorized. And then that same vibration was carried through and then was channeled through this poet to write it into Sanskrit. And then it was written into other languages and then it's proliferated into becoming the most generative story ever told, the most popular story ever told, which strangely in the West where we're at here, a lot of people have actually never even heard of Hanuman or the Ramayana. So we're really, really enthusiastic about sharing this, these great scriptures and, and working, attuning to like stories of Hanuman to learn lessons and to uh, able to feel the the courage and the the beauty that can come from reading these stories and asking for them to teach us and guide us so yeah 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 as far as i can tell it's a transmission of pure consciousness to teach us how to uh, act and react in every situation of life mm. you know it somehow through these stories have been uh, given to us like every situation that could possibly happen mm. and then um you know, like I said, pure consciousness way of understanding the best way to to go about um, handling those situations. True. So it's it's quite a, a powerful thing. And it isn't just a story. It isn't just a great story. It isn't, you know, it's got everything I love in every story of, you know, battles and demons and heroes and, and the whole thing, you know. But it's also teaching you how to handle anything that could happen to you in True. the most heroic and badass way, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like experiential learning, you know, uh -huh. and, and you won't even realize it. Like in your life, you'll just know what to do all uh -huh. of a sudden, you know, it, because everything, every, yeah. Like Matt was saying, they say that every situation is contained within this and the proper way to, to maneuver through that. Mm -hmm. So you'll find yourself in a situation and then all of a sudden you'll know what to do because you read the Ramayana. <laughs> yeah and then it's like it works in that way the stories about the gods too like all the stories studied the uh, leading up to the work that we did with the shiva paintings and mm -hmm. all that as well you know mm -hmm. you can just learn so much about uh, you know how to handle every situation through these through the stories through all the teachings that they have to offer so yeah so we want to go like we want to go like super deep together with with all of you we want to get super nerdy about this mm -hmm. there's it just like in anything imagine if we were discussing whatever your favorite lord of the rings or whatever journey, epic journey we're going to go deep into this and be able to discuss it and the, and the cool thing is that everybody who who tunes into this we're going to we're, we're going to be studying first off this really great really short translation. It's only four hours long. There's six chapters. This is a translation by William Buck, and it's narrated by one of our heroes, Ram Dass. And it's, yeah, it's four and a half hours long, six chapters. And then every week we're going to discuss one of the chapters and discuss like what we learned and how, how we're using it in our lives. So each week we're going we're gonna to get together and do that. So we encourage everyone else, we're going to put a link to this audiobook to download it and to listen to it and to do this with us. And in the Discord server, you'll be able to 
talk about your experiences and have conversations with the community there. We're also going to be doing Twitter AMAs where you can talk to us live and we can share together and you can share your experiences. We want this to be really interactive with everybody. And the great thing is that we're not, we're not um, Hindu scholars. We're not, we're not just saying like, this is what it means. And because I have all of this knowledge and understanding, it is like about what, is, what does it mean to you? Like, what are you getting out of it? How is it helping you? Because it's a living scripture, a living sacred text that is speaking yeah. to you and how you use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so it is a personal experience. And it, even sometimes the way to describe how it's, uh, how you're hearing it can be difficult sometimes because it's such a personal experience. So, um, but it will be very cool to kind of share together what what situations it might have helped you out of or what it um, kind of taught you in a way to uh, help you in your own life. And it, it's interesting to um, find that when reading these stories, um, it seems to, whatever part of the story you open up to that day, it seems to talk directly about what's happening in your life in that moment so like be ready for that to happen (laughs) because it it tends to work that way somehow like whatever has happened in your life is synchronistic synchronistically leading up to that moment and you reading that specific part of the story so Mm -hmm. um it will start opening up these things that might really blow your mind so like don't don't be afraid if that does happen yeah you'll feel like the kid (laughs) you'll feel like the kid from the movie the never-ending story where he's reading it and it's like talking about his own life and he throws the book across the table yeah (laughs) that's what it feels like you know so right allow for that to happen it's okay it's just you talking to yourself um, Mm -hmm. and hearing what the what other people are sharing we're all going to learn from each other and it's going to be really fun so we really encourage any seekers out there that are looking for something really fun to do and to connect with other people in, in really deep ways and we encourage our friends from India to to jump into and share their experiences. You know, we're coming at it as as Westerners. We're here in the U.S. Uh, we haven't grown up with all of these rituals around Hanuman and all of these sacred traditions. We're coming at it from a new way. So we're really interested in hearing uh, from people from all over the world and how how Hanuman has been important in their lives and we just really want to you know spark this really fun uh, fire together where we're enjoying these stories and learning and growing and creating artwork around it so yeah we we really encourage you to join us and we'll be back again to to share more Jason will be back who knows we maybe have him on here too talking about his experiences with the Ramayana as well so unless you have anything else you want to share Uh, yeah that's about it thanks Mm -hmm. everybody for listening to our story yeah yeah this has been fun so look forward to seeing matt in the the discord channel as well and starting to share more there and we'll we'll, we're going to continue working on these hanuman drawings and sharing all of the progress along the way so blessings to everybody joy to you and we'll see you next time